0: Welcome back. This is Robert Fleming of the Tucson elder law firm of Fleming and Curdy plc, and I'm here uh, to talk about elder law issues. Usually, my partner, Elizabeth Noble Rawlings Freeman, is with me, but today, uh, by special request, I have a former partner, Tom Curdy of Fleming and Curdy, the other founding member of Fleming and Curdy, who retired last year. Tom, welcome back. Good to be back. Uh, We're delighted to see you. Uh, I thought I'd Ask you in today to talk about retirement. You retired effective June thirtieth of last year. You had kind of slowed down for a little while before that, but uh, but hard stop at June thirtieth. Walked out the door, and uh, and I know you've been having a good time since then. What's it like being retired?
1: Well, things slow down. <laughs> you uh, it was yeah June thirtieth, twenty nineteen, and um, you can. The items that you used to take, you know, 15 minutes to do now you stretch into an hour, and uh, and um, it's uh, a different. It's an adapt adaptation.
0: Almost everybody I've ever talked to, and I suspect this was true while you were practicing too, uh, for you. Almost everybody I've talked to says when they retire they find that they're so busy they have no idea how they got things done while they were also working? Is that your experience Man, as well?
1: No, I, I because you, you, you now can do things more methodically uh, is the simple difference. Uh,
0: so you just take longer to do things?
1: Yes, and I think you're more thorough, more thoughtful, um, but yeah, there's a lot of blank spots in life.
0: <laughs> in, any regrets? Do you wish you were coming in every day for, at eight o'clock for eight hours? No, I'm enjoying.
1: Uh, <laughs> I'm enjoying. Um, I, I've managed to fill my time uh, despite the coronavirus. Uh, I golf twice a week. Uh, time spent with friends has been re- dramatically reduced because of the coronavirus. Uh, you spend a lot more time with your spouse.
0: Well, all of us are going through that for good or ill. Yeah. Uh, but um, here's the real question, I think, for people who are current clients of Fleming and Curdy who are facing retirement, what tips do you have? What thing or things do you wish you had thought through more, more fully or, or uh, realized were coming before you retired?
1: Well, I, I knew I would have to substitute some things for, for work um, and specifically Uh, donating my time, figuring out a a good charity to work with uh, and deciding what you want to do for that charity whether it's serving a board or I have a friend who works for Habitat for Humanity and he pounds nails Uh, you have to decide if you want to be more hands on or if you want to be more uh, management uh, uh, get involved more in management of a charity.
0: Kind of the lawyer style would to be would be to, to volunteer to join the board, but I, I'm drawn to the idea of, of taking eight hours or six hours or whatever one day a week and pounding nails. That that sounds like maybe the way I would prefer to do it.
1: Actually, that's the decision that I've come to. I've, I've been involved in the board in this last year, and I, I feel like I could be more effective and in, in, in feel like I'm more, contributing more if I'm actually doing something physical. And part of that is my background coming, growing up on a farm, is doing something physical seems more rewarding.
0: I know you're carrying around a book that um, that. Uh, interestingly, there is a review on the Elder Law website, our website, uh, of the very book that you're carrying. I don't know if if you saw that before or it's one that you picked up to to get ready for retirement. But what are you reading?
1: No, in in preparation for my retirement, uh, an accountant gave me the book. How to Retire Happy, Wild, and Free by Ernie Zelinski, and um, it, it's a simple read, uh, but it gives her a lot of practical advice, and uh, I would recommend it certainly. And and it's it's obviously it takes a, a funny approach
0: to retirement. Uh, and uh, you told me as we were starting that one of the things you particularly would would focus on, or maybe not, you needed to focus more on it, but that you were have found to be a big issue is the medical care in retirement. Yes, um, when you as you grow older,
1: your your medical needs increase. Not necessarily you you don't necessarily have to have medical problems, but there's always tests and things. I, one recommendation I would have would be set one day of the week because days blur together. Hmm. Set one day of the week to make your medical appointments so then you'll always remember on Tuesday or Fridays. I have to check my calendar to make sure that I have uh, to make sure or check and see if you have a medical appointment. Uh, also, once you're on Medicare, you are automatically entitled to an annual physical, and set, I recommend setting that around your birthday. You're entitled to an eye exam, these are all completely paid by Medicare and they they check other health problems besides you know, the, the optician the optometrist does uh, so I would suggest doing both things both those things around your birthday and um, like I say I, I pick Mondays because I golf Tuesdays and Fridays but uh, yeah, there may be a better day than Monday. Less, less. Please
0: don't go Monday because that's you don't want people competing with your schedule.
1: <laughs> and uh, yeah, Mondays tend to be a bit busy at the doctor's offices. I've learned, but it, but it's worked for me.
0: Yeah, that's good to know. Uh, so, um, what do you miss about about uh, about work?
1: Well, I certainly miss the people I work with, um, and. Um, I miss uh, the clients, the client contact. Um, Practicing law is always interesting because the people have their stories, whether it's about one of their parents or it's about themselves, what their life history is. and It was always uh, educational and interesting to sit down and talk to somebody about where you live, why you moved, what you did for a living, um, what life lessons you have.
0: You did, uh, in your practice, for the last 20 years, 25 years, you did almost exclusively elder law along with me. I mean, that's just what we did. But you had uh, some other life experiences as well in the practice of law, criminal law, bankruptcy. For a long time, I know you represented several homeowners associations. That's dredging way back into the past. Uh, what, What about all of that experience, um, do you do you uh, look back on now and say, "Gosh, I wish I could still be doing that." Um, it's okay to say none that. of it.
1: <laughs> yes, and yeah, it, there was a reason I wanted to get away from criminal law and divorce law. It was the contentiousness, and uh, the sometimes, especially in divorces, you're you're getting good people at at their worst, so there would be illogical demands. Uh, like I want to hold my wife in contempt for not paying me $350 and here's a thousand dollar check to do that. To <laughs> so, yeah. um, but, uh, so I gravitated and we gravitated to elder law I think because we, we felt we could do more good in that area.
0: And the people are lovely to work with. They, they, uh, they appreciate what we do by and large. It's a, it's a great practice area. What's next for you? I, as you mentioned, as we record this, we're in the middle of the coronavirus, and uh, and so that's changing everything. But uh, you've been out for a year, you've had a chance to decompress. Once the coronavirus uh, limitations lift, what's next? Will you be traveling? Will you be um, taking golf lessons at St. At Andrews? What, what happens next?
1: Well, I'm still looking for uh, physical work <laughs> involved, the, in, uh, working with a charity uh, or perhaps maybe some one-on-one counseling with uh, a charity and then uh, we have a summer home in Flagstaff, Arizona we're in Tucson now and, and uh, I am plan to spend my summers up there and uh, reconnect with friends at a safe distance and uh, enjoy some golf there
0: Excellent uh, you mentioned that you wanted to schedule things around your birthday, and uh, uh, though people who listen to this, it won't be your birthday as we record it. It is so happy birthday <laughs> to you! I assume that means that you have been at the doctor's office this week.
1: Yes, I have, and this is my big seven-zero birthday. Uh, I was born in 1950 in La Crosse, Wisconsin, and uh, today. Uh, Bless his heart. There was a newscaster who said, "If you get the coronavirus, you're pretty much safe if you're 75 or older." And I said, "Well, <laughs> I like I like that guy's philosophy." <laughs>
0: uh, well, congratulations on making it to the big seven zero. I guess that switches over. You'll you'll now start collecting your full Social Security uh, delayed. Yes. So can we explain very briefly? Your wife retired or began drawing Social Security, so you could take. Half of her Social Security waiting for yours to hit the, the max?
1: That's correct. And at today age, is the day. Yes. At age 65, we started to collect my wife Lois's Social Security, and I took half of hers.
0: Just like an elder law attorney. Yes. And, <laughs>
1: and we, which is another, it's good advice for people retiring, is be sure and
0: check. Uh, the exact sequence. and Yes, and the best date to yep. take.
1: Social Security.
0: It's all very complicated. Yes. Well, thank you, Tom. Happy birthday and best wishes. Uh, I hope that uh, the next 25 years uh, or so are as good for you as the last 25 years. Um, We miss you here at Fleming and Curdy. We talk about you all the time and, uh, and we miss your energy and your good nature. But welcome. Come back anytime. Happy birthday. I know you're headed to Flagstaff for the summer, so happy summer be well, be healthy. Everybody, please be well and be healthy. And you've been listening to Elder Law Issues. My name is Robert Fleming. have been talking to my longtime partner, Tom Curdy, longtime and missed partner. Uh, and uh, And join us again for another podcast episode of Elder Law Issues next time. Bye.